thing. So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically you Such as this, this thing here. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. We are live for the first Monday of the month of October. And boy, will it be an interesting month to say the least. Anyway, hope everyone is doing well. Welcome to the live stream. Definitely looking forward to finding out uh, what you guys have been keeping an eye on. And uh, before I dive into, I got about, uh, about eight or nine different articles, give or take, all relevant to things I'm sure you all have been paying attention to. But uh, I wanted to start off with some good news today. Uh, just the, the silver price action was, uh, even though it's premature, it, it's still early. But then again, it is exciting outside of all the other chaotic stuff happening, just because it's very comforting and reassuring to know that uh, if you actually you know, possess and hold just at least one of these things that uh, can act as a hedge against all the systemic contagion that's unfolding within the monetary system. But uh, curious to get your guys' thoughts on that, and uh, we'll dive into that in a couple other subjects. But welcome. Uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. It's a good Monday. It's going to be a great week. Lots of things is happening. Uh, couldn't have, you know, just couldn't have it any other way, man. Anyway, let me know any first time viewers. Let me know where you're watching from. Uh, we'll love to acknowledge your presence and uh, welcome you to the fold. And uh, definitely looking forward to hearing from you guys directly when the phone lines open up. 313-462-0027. And uh, we can definitely talk further. So, uh, yeah, I see a lot of back and forth in the chat. Let me acknowledge a couple people. Then I'll do some maintenance on my side. Then I'll go through headlines, just skim through the surface. Don't want to bore you. But then I'm interested in actually being able to talk to you guys. So let me know. Also, before I move forward, let me know if the audio is good. I want to make sure everything is flowing smoothly. Would hate to have some unforeseen surprises due to the technical glitches that are sometimes occur. All right. So let me just jump right in. Um, okay. Crab says, don't, don't think. I'd consider this an explosion, but maybe it's finally starting to do something right. That's right. It's very, it's very premature, as I mentioned, you know, not much to gun hole with, but it's just, it's exciting to know that, you know, as things comes to a screeching halt, uh, if you were wise and aware of what the true essence of money is, and if you possessed just a little something, you'll be better off than the overall majority, just because 90 plus percent people don't have many ounces of anything nevertheless uh any silver in their possession or gold to say the least but anyway all right we got tim checking in appreciate you man uh what else we got we got underfunded uh klutz how you doing my friend uh we got roger rose checking in lbp is checking in as well i'm sure he's excited <laughs> uh what else we got here uh we got d and den z checking in as well from yashaba this guy changes his name every episode we got uh, Ed checking in as well. Uh, what else we got here? Let me just thumb through real quickly. Acknowledge a couple of people. Creo, the traveler, checking in. We got Nick Asso says Bitcoin is the future. Fair enough. You know, whatever works, whatever floats your boat. Uh, what else we got here? We have Nisara Jasara checking in. We have Patrick checking in. Manarawana checking in. All right. Fair amount of people here, man. As always, appreciate you guys. Definitely, if you haven't already, hit that thumbs up button. And hopefully that helps the algorithms notify more people because I would assume more people will love to plug in and just to, you know, hear the rants or worst case or best case scenario, interact in the community via the chats. But uh, 
Judah says bought 20 ounces on Saturday and the price and the price goes up today. Love it. Yeah. Also, congratulations. Uh, let me just uh, let me before I move forward, let me acknowledge uh, the winter, the winner oh, winter. Uh, let me acknowledge the winner of the uh, Get Your Weight Up contest that was uh, concluded on Friday. And so for those who had a chance to participate, shout out to my man, Stephen, who won the giveaway. So it doesn't hurt to add an extra ounce to your stack. And so uh, definitely appreciate everybody who did participate. Actually working on doing another one now just uh, to promote the importance of sound money. You know, you can never have you can never ha- add too much to your stack. So I want to definitely uh, try to be a blessing to those who have blessed me throughout the years with their presence, as well as their donations and just support overall. So I think the rethinking the dollar concept is coming full steam now where people really will be again questioning everything that they've been told as they find out they've been lied to as all these non-performing liabilities pile up. Okay. So, all right. So let me just uh, do some maintenance on my side, man. As always, let me just make sure everybody has just uh, the basics. If you haven't, I hope it still works. Click that bell notification. Hopefully you are notified. Hopefully everybody here who's tuning in, you were notified. And uh, hopefully that still works. So definitely hit that button. Or if you happen to stumble across this channel by accident, hit that uh, subscribe button as well as the bell. Hopefully you can join us more often. And also uh, make sure you connect with RTD on all these alternative social media platforms. The link is in the description. Best way to make sure you stay plugged in uh, in case we happen to be disconnected from this channel right here. And also, let me keep it going. What else I got here? What else I got here? All right. Uh, so let me just start off real quick. Uh, I shared a tweet. Uh, it was yesterday, I think it was, just because it's a tweet that caught my attention after hearing and seeing so much of the uh, doom and gloom news for the most part over the weekend. And it was more so just highlighting the extra John extra pyramid here. And I shared my two cents on top of it. So I'll just real briefly uh, share with you for those who didn't see it in the uh, Telegram as well as on Twitter. But for those who are aware of this particular pyramid here, this is what we're witnessing right now as the central bankers and governments have to deal with the consequences of their malfeasance and basically weaponizing a monetary system, all at the expense of benefiting a small few at the risk of destroying every single person's financial future. And it has to do with all these financialized products that have been created, all basically non-performing, as I call it, non-performing liabilities, because if you can't get paid when you expect to get paid, did you really own anything anyway? So we got derivatives at the very top of all this, all two plus quadrillion and the interlinking amongst the globally systemic important banks, which is what we're witnessing right now with all the you know, stuff happening in Europe. And it's all you know, central banks fault. All this is central banks and government's fault. It's, they get the full credit and the full blame for all this contagion is happening right now. But anyway, you know, the higher you are up as, as far as your exposure to these things at the top here, the more risk you take on and the lower, of course, that you're into things that you can take possession of, preferably the less risk you have. And at the very bottom of this is not on here, but silver is the ultimate form of an asset because it is money and it has zero counterparty risk if it's in your hands physically, just like gold, as well as a couple other precious metals as well. So while the whole world around you can go belly up, if you got a little something in your possession, that right there could serve could it could serve you as some actually some capital to get started again if things were rebooted into something else hands down it's done, it's worked that way every single time and so uh, what I said was I said when the gold window closed fifty one years ago the world through fiat wealth uh, 
The world thought fiat wealth could last forever. Higher interest rates in an over-indebted global economy guarantee the systemic collapse of all these financialized products. And then I said, as digital and paper liabilities cause chaos, people will seek sound money. Hashtag get your weight up. Hashtag silver squeeze. Hashtag silver is money. And so uh, that's just a little something that I wanted to share yesterday without even knowing about today's activity in reference to the gold and silver markets. But one thing that did have me concerned uh, heading into this week was the announcement on Friday of what was considered something that's not too odd, but then again, they happen every now and then, but right now it just seemed like it would be mighty timely. And that happens to be uh, today at 1130. Uh, There was an FOMC meeting somewhat like a, you know, out of the blue snipperaneous type of meeting. But here's a little article I found this morning, just because, you know, no details of this closed door meeting came out. But once again, my suspicion is that if Europe is unraveling, the UK is having issues based upon activity from last week, and everything is predicated on the leading central bank, i.e. the Federal Reserve, either um, somehow somebody needing to address the world's issues because they're the head honchos in all this mess. Perhaps they were going to do something. And of course, the markets were extremely favorable today overall. The dollar took a, the Dixie took a little bit of a dip. You know, we had NASDAQ, Dow, all the indexes on this side was up. And I'm thinking like with, with all that doom and gloom in the news about Credit Suisse going under and Deutsche Bank. And all of a sudden we got all these green candles and then I see silver take off. I'm like, wow, like something seems kind of odd here. But then again, it could have been, you know, a variety of things. So I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, the overall the global economy, they wouldn't be willing to sit around and just let all the negative activity in Europe and the UK, you know, remove or alter the illusion uh, that they are still able to control things here in the, in the West. And so the markets are somehow, they're all artificially manipulated anyway, but given the fact there's no real outright good news going on right now and to see all that green, a doubt and it's ended 750 points up. Cause like, come on now, we all know that's fake. That's artificial. But Anyway, I was expecting that uh, as a result of this particular meeting, there will be some good results out of that. And of course, there was. So not quite sure how or what, but it is what it is. Anyway, uh, before I move forward, I have about seven, eight more articles that I want to just scan the headlines and then open up the phone lines. But before I do that, I want to definitely make sure I acknowledge uh, my partners and uh, Boya Max as well as for Patriots. So if you don't mind, stay right there. And hopefully you guys are taking advantage of these opportunities. But Stick right there. Let me uh, just get these my people some shout out and then we'll jump right into the articles. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it. Our purchasing power and a currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. Now, you can't just stop at getting your weight up. You also got to get your calories up because definitely a food shortage is underway between droughts, flooding, and all the climate issues being thrown our way. America's food supply is near its breaking point. 
That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling four Patriot survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking about 25 years super survival food, hand-packed right in the family-owned facility in the USA. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. Go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to get your three-month survival kit. You'll get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus 10 free gifts and free shipping. To take advantage of this opportunity, go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to build your own stockpile today. Because beyond the weight, you're going to need your calories as well. Links in the description. All right, let's jump right into it. As always, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel. Uh, I have, as I mentioned, eight or nine, ten different articles. So, of course, I'm not going to read them. Uh, I'll just give you guys a title, skim through it real quick. And if you guys are interested in diving any further, feel free to do so for yourself. But uh, let's jump right in. Uh, just some things, as I mentioned, that caught my attention today, of course. Uh, I'm sure things you're all familiar with, but um, maybe you have not come across them. So, as we know, gold and silver. Uh, gold rallies as dollar yield retreat. Silver soars over 8%. And so this is very shocking just because uh, silver for the last, I think, what, couple of weeks for sure has outperformed gold, even though it's been you know very small. But then again, when you look at the most undervalued monetary metal in human history and knowing that it has been suppressed to extreme with extreme measures, just looking at the silver to gold ratio. When I today was looking at the markets and I saw the gold to silver ratio uh, trending downward very sharply, I knew something was up. And then, of course, silver was doing its thing and it almost reached a 10 percent uh, increase today, which is very shocking. And so just to give you a little bit of a uh, history, historical lesson as to how shocking it is, uh, Mr. Tavi Costa, one of the former uh, guests on RTD gave a little glimpse as to how extreme the uh, increase was in a, in a, in a very, in a day's time frame or intraday time frame. But here is a graph here. It says silver price, a uh, daily price changes by percentages. And so if you look throughout the last, was it just about uh, 15 or 16 years or so uh, we have uh, interesting fact. He says, says last time silver went up as much as today, was in November of 2008. So if you take that on back here and we know exactly at what time frame and what was going on in the world when uh, we had this last, you know, increase, you know, extremely large spike in a daily, a daily price activity. And shortly thereafter, during that same time frame, the great financial crises happened. And then it says here, that was the bottom and silver went up 400% in the next two and a half years ultimately referring to the uh, price spike where it went up to, I think is, you know, it is all time high in 2011 ish. And so we uh, are, we, are we in, in for something similar to that as far as repeating that same cycle with this astronomical price up. And of course, as I mentioned, it's premature, but uh, it's just something that offers a lot of hope and promise for those who've been waiting patiently to see some real price action, knowing that silver, they had their foot on silver for the longest. All right, keep it moving. Uh, here's something that is very concerning. Uh, this is out of the Wall Street Journal today, and it says the U.N. calls on the Fed, other central banks to halt interest rate increases. And so ultimately, the U.N. is getting in on the mix. We had the BIS uh, not long ago saying that, they, no, I'm sorry, the IMF forecasting that due to the 
combined interest rate hikes by all central banks is putting stress on emerging markets as well as all the overly indebted economies. And so here we got the U.N. out here making a plea as well. It says a U.N. agency warns the further policy tightening uh, risk a global risk, a global economic downturn. So ultimately, I see a lot of people uh, utilizing the uh, the words uh, Great Recession 2.0. And I'm thinking at this current moment, we are already in a global recession right now. You know, every indicator is pointing to that, you know, depending on what you, where you want to look at. But and so we're, we're going past that point. And so we're looking at something like, you know, the Greater Depression 2.0, in my opinion. But anyway, here, when you got the U.N. talking about time to slow down or pause or something like that, that lets us know that it's definitely uh, we're at the with that tipping point, I believe, where something is going to break on top of all the other things happening in the banking sector. At the same time, the Pope told everybody to get, you know, to make sure all the funds are back at the Vatican before October 1st. Uh, yeah. What a coincidence, huh? Somebody knows something anyway here. I'll spare you guys here. But if you want to read more for yourself, thought that was a great warning there. And then, of course, the primary subject matter is the so-called Lehman Brothers 2.0. So we got Credit Suisse shares uh, par, a pair loses after uh, earlier plunging as much as 10%. So today we got the uh, Credit Suisse, everybody and mother's talking about this. And of course, it's obvious that things are melting down just because I'm hearing some private stories behind the scenes as employees are talking about uh, there's definitely some stuff happening behind the scenes that uh, more people are being willing to speak out against just because you know, people are trying to jump ship as it's, as the credit Suisse Titanic is tanking. So but anyway, more information here, but nothing new at all. Here's another headline. Credit Suisse is in deep trouble. And then once again, whenever the headline tell you that it's not something cataclysmic, that's when you know they're lying. It says contagion risk is low. Oh, really? No. Okay. One of the globally systemic important banks. Uh, don't believe that one bit. Anyway, here is another little uh, visual aid to show you. Now, for all my people out there, if you're a trader, would you buy this dip right here? <laughs> you see the long-term trajectory. This is since the great financial crises of both Deutsche Bank and Credit Suisse. It's been trending downward their share prices for quite some time. Is this a good time to get in right now? Or would you wait a little longer to get in? <laughs> of course, I'm just joking, but my assumption would be uh, nobody would jump on this train as it's heading towards the dead end. But then again, if you were to short this, you would definitely probably do well. So this is just something I thought I would share. And of course, there's more out there. Here's another interesting visual aid here to show you the overall health, relatively speaking, of the globally systemic important banks. So here we got Credit Suisse. We got uh, Mr. We got Deutsche Bank here. We got Goldman Sachs here. We got JP Morgan and we got Bank of America. And within the last six months, I'm not sure if this is assets under management or I don't think it's I don't think this is their stock price. But whatever the measuring here that is being used, which could be assets under management, not sure. I'll just run with that one for now. But interesting visual aid just to show you the, the, the downward trajectory that all these globally systemic important banks are heading. And it has everything to do with just the indebted nature and the entanglement of all these counterparties that they're all on the hook for. And so their assets under management pales in comparison to their exposure to this crazy derivative mess, which stands uh, on the, the very foundation of this monetary system, which is imploding. And of course, there's a couple more interesting uh, visual aids here just to 
give you guys real quick. Upside down, I said Deutsche Bank stock trades at a lower fraction of a forecast book value than Credit Suisse. So Deutsche Bank has always been you know, on the fence on top of the fact that Germany's having extreme inflation on top of all the bad metrics coming out of that country there. It's good to say, uh, I think if the German government already well, privatized a gas company over there, it's good to say at some point uh, Deutsche Bank might be next or else. So just something worthwhile there. What else we got here? I got a couple more headlines here. here here's something as well. <laughs> California inflation relief payments worth up to, uh, was it uh, 1050 start going out this week. So for all my people in Cali, yeah, depending on what your economic situation is like, you know, you might get a little middle-class tax refund. And so another little stimmy check to uh, drive up those gas prices out there, which I'm hearing are extremely high again. What else I got here? Um, okay. This is a somewhat interesting story. North Korea uh, fired a ballistic missile over Japan. Officials say evacuation alert issue. And so lots of things are happening and we're just on, it's just Monday. It's just Monday on top of all the Russian Ukraine situation and you name it, it goes on and on and on. But uh, let's uh, open up the phone lines, man. I uh, thought I would just skim the surface of some headlines some things that caught my attention. Curious to see and hear what else you guys are c- keeping an eye on just because tomorrow morning brings a whole new day of possible systemic risk. If the Fed doesn't pause or pivot, either one. And so I think even with the UK, it looks like the pound is slightly recovered. But then again, they're not out of the mess there because they've started QE again. And we've known that once you start it, you can't stop or something goes uh, south. And therefore, what nation is next? It looks like the EU, along with their systemically important banks, will definitely be on the hook. So but we'll see. Anyway, let's talk. Phone lines are open. Curious to hear what's in your radar uh, or a highlight at Rethinking a Dollar. Any subject matter relevant to what's going on, definitely would love to get your thoughts on things. Uh, as I mentioned, this is a people's talk show, so we'll definitely love to hear from you guys. Uh, TB says, did the gold make it back to the Vatican? Uh, TB, I'm not sure if I'm jumping in on some conversation here, but I'm sure we won't hear much about anything to do with gold and the Vatican. And so all we are told about is all the currency products and things of that nature were supposed to be brought back. Uh, what else we got? Mike is correct. Uh, calories get your weight up. Yeah, man. Of course, I'm seeing f- food prices. I'm hearing empty shelves. And here's another little story here that I might as well just put it out there. So we got uh, the oil price, uh, the OPEC nations looking like they're about to try to shift the game up a little bit. So anyway, let's talk. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hey, Mike. It's Ed. How you doing, brother? Hey, doing good, my friend. What's going on tonight? Hey, what can't they rig, man? I've been hearing so much garbage over the years. Yeah. Oh, you know, if, the, if they can't rig the bond market, you know, once it gets loose, nobody can, can rig the bond market. Who's <laughs> buying bonds, 30-year bonds at 3%? You want some of that, Mike? You want, me, you, you want to invest your money in that? No, I'm, I'm fine, man. I, I'm good. I don't want no performing liabilities, not... <laughs> I'm fine, man. I want something real tangible. 3% 3 for 30 years. Ain't nobody buying that. Ain't nobody in their right mind buying that. They can rig anything, Mike. They rig the price of silver. They rig the price of gold. Oh, wait. The Gomex is going to, you know, it's going to short out. You know, they're they're not going to be able to control that. You know, Gomex is dying. You know, blah, blah, blah. Gold and silver is going to be what they say it is. Mm -hmm. That's all. Hey, 100%. 
Now that ain't the real price. It's a little. It's a little bit more. Right. More. Hey. You know, it's nine dollars more for an eagle. But they set the, they set the baseline, and we jack it around a little bit. But it's still it's. You know, I bought silver at thirty, forty bucks, man. If mm-hmm. I'd have my money in the stock market, I'd have been a millionaire. <laughs> until until it's gone. But uh, until I, I could have took it out in December. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I stay like gold, and I could carry. It, it, it's it's cyclical in nature, but you know, I think, and this is just me. I'm, I'm as I mentioned, this is very premature. Silver price, gold price, you know, it, it, it's nothing to you know rave about. But then again, it's just it gives people a little bit of an incentive to continue to stack. Hopefully, not lose heart, because I think whatever the whatever the, whatever breaks this manipulation or however whatever form or fashion, it won't be within our own country directly. I think it'll be something to do with our Moscow or China or India in, in the future at some point. Because once again, I got an article here where it talks about the BRICS are literally working as we speak on trying to come up with some type of joint currency, and I'd assume at the underpinning of that will be something to do with precious metals to really make that a valid international type of, you know, move. So that's just my you know thesis, but you know, I, I'm not in a rush, man. Right. I'm not in a rush at all. Did you hear anything about India was closed down the banks or some, something to uh, the trying yeah. to get their digital up and running like now it's for Did Diwali. You, what was it? Apparently it's for the little holiday, the 20, 20 day holiday Diwali or something like that. But once again, it apparently happens every year at this time. So it just so happens that October, all this banking noise and stuff like that. You know, people highlight that as if like, oh, is that the event? Is that something that they're, are they trying to warn us? So, so I mean, I think it's the actual, the banks, you can't go in, but you still can bank online and do the ATM stuff as well. So, but hey. I'm ready to get the party started, man. I've it's already paid. started, man. Where you been? It, it's I'll already be, started. It, it, so the question is like the, the party you're talking about is like, you know, the actual, the event that is like the, the 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 no point of no return, you know what I'm saying? Like the event that will end all events. Like I, you know, I don't, I'm not, you know, you know me, man. I ain't really, I'm not looking forward to that event because there's going to be a lot of lives lost during that event. And I'm not looking forward to that personally. Because that well, event is going to be a problem. Children, so, well, God takes care of his children. So maybe it's just going to be the heathens that die. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. But who knows? But hey. Once again, man, it's good to hear from you. Appreciate you, my friend. All right, I, I'm just I'm getting old, Mike. I'm gonna miss the party, man. I'm gonna kill her before they get this thing going. But anyway, <laughs> love you, brother. Hey, man, you're gonna be here for a while, my friend. <laughs> be of good cheer. <laughs> you right, good, my friend. You, Appreciate you. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where you calling from? Mike Tony from Oakland. How you doing, brother? TB, doing good, my friend. What's your name tonight? Oh, what? Well, I. I, I I don't like the fact that you say I'm a dollar bull. A dollar, um, dollar bull. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, you you're you bring bull, up man. you bring you bring up good you bring up good valid arguing points. That's all. That, right, and and the arguing point for the dollar is that's all we have. For They're, sure, we're dating. We're dating Tina. Dating. <laughs> yeah. There's no alternative. Yeah. And, and, okay, I, I'm, I'm cool. And so my thing is, my I don't have a dog in this fight per se, other than the fact that you know the whole point and for me rethinking a dollar was to encourage people to know the difference between the stuff that go clink clack and the stuff that burns when the fire hits it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, hey, gold and silver definitely will be a great anchor of protection in the, in the future. In the meantime, you need to you need the Federal Reserve notes to spend. So get those too. But, but when? those aren't good, huh? Future. 
win in the future? Oh, I, I mean, how I'm, long are you willing to win in the future? How long has gold been at, at sixteen fifty? How long is, has, you know? So, how so long, how long? It's been, it's been I literally, mean, it's been literally the last time gold, to my knowledge, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm only ten years or so into this whole monetary literacy uh, concept here, but. The fact that gold right now is $1,700 and the Federal Reserve notes, it takes 1,700 or so pieces of paper with the premium on top to get that. And if you go back in history, it was, you know, what, 40, 40 pieces of paper. So it's been, well, the, it's been the, 50 years for sure. But, you know, I'm like goes Ed. Well. Say again? I'm like, I'm like Ed. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been, they've been manipulating this stuff for a long time. They say it's seventeen fifty, but if you do at fifty two years at thirty five bucks, you get you get seventeen fifty, eighteen fifty. That's where gold should be. Mm-hmm. So once and, again, and so we, yeah, go ahead. The, I mean, if you do the math, math is math. I right. mean that that that's that's not that's not my opinion, your opinion, right? But uh, and then you go you the bitcoiners now now that now they talking like we was talking in the gold, <laughs> and, and now everything's. But, you know, last week, the reason why the market was so frothy is because they had a blackout period mm-hmm. where nobody could buy their stocks back. Yeah. So now that they can buy their stocks back, of course the market's going to be up. Yeah, good point. Good point. Now, this manipulation will go on until there's something, but right now there is nothing. And everything that China and Russia is doing, if that dollar continues to go higher, mm-hmm. it's just going to crush everything that they're trying to do. Right. And so I think... They realize that as well. And I, I would assume, I don't know what I, I can't think for them, but I would imagine that whatever they're concocting to do, I'd assume that they wouldn't waste their time and energy and effort unless they knew it was something that they could try to pull off because they realize, you know, we're in a reset scenario right now, you know, whether it be artificial or genuine or whatever. And so ultimately they're trying to reset the whole system itself. So whatever they're working on, I believe it will definitely bring a, an alternative method to a price discovery of real world assets. I think now the dollar still will be utilized. Of course. I mean, it's not going nowhere. It's been here for 200 plus years. It's not going nowhere, but will all the nations predominantly the BRICS and the BRICS plus and all those other nations actually produce real things. Will they say we no longer take those instruments of debt destruction. We want this or we'll do both. And in doing both, wouldn't that cause a little bit of a, a panic sale in dollars just because, you know, who wants to be the last one actually holding all that in the future? Russia tried that. Russia tried that. What happened? Right Two now, days later, they they went back to their old currency. They tried it in gold. Right they, they, oh, I'm not accepting anything but gold right now. Mm-hmm. And two days later, they switched it around. Well, we, we changed our mind. Pay well, us in ruble. Well, the ruble has actually been quite the strongest currency, strongest fee out of the year. And of course, it's it's strong because people are obviously using it to buy their oil. I would assume because they accept that for oil now. So that's an alternative if you want to get oil on a cheap from Russia. So that's another method. It's small in nature. Even with even with the oil prices, you have to get it in dollars because that's the reserve currency from that's, Russia. That's the you, you the have to get oil that's... from Russia in dollars. And they said pay the us Russia, in rubles. The dollar, article, man. Russia's still dealing in dollars. Oh no I doubt. Sent you that article posted it no doubt but i'm just saying like the ruble strength signifies that somebody wants it somebody's using it no. for something if not they'd be dumping the damn things like everybody else they're using it but everybody is switching over to the dollar once they get their currency swapped out yeah everybody because they get it they get more for the bank for the buck the dollar's high they get more bank for the buck it's only charge costing us yeah 
Well, hey, so, um, I, I, as long as the dollar supremacy lasts, I'm fine because that means gold and silver is still going to be relatively cheap, and that doesn't I, might make that doesn't make me mad one bit. So, <laughs> you know, while the dollar's high, the silver and gold price is going down. But you know, we we can't have. We can't have it both ways. We can't say we want gold and silver to go up and, and the dollar go up right. because it's, it's got to give. Because the, once the dollar goes, if and when, if we're around, mm-hmm. uh, the, the silver is, is and gold is there for deflationary issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what mm-hmm. is yeah, a deflationary issue. And we're almost there. We almost at that deflationary issue, and 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 people just don't see it because they're looking for the uh, the, the the price spike. Yeah, and that that have, like you said, it doesn't happen like that. It's a gradual thing, and next thing you know, it's like, well, what happened to all my currency? It's like it's worth nothing, but everybody else's currency is trash. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, appreciate you as always, my friend. Get up. Be good. All right, two. Bye. Yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. Um, yeah, so I, I'm in the ball. I'm in the ball camp, and so persistence over resistance. Appreciate you, man. It says gold is a tier one asset. Discussion over. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of that Basel three situation that was done by the banks for the banks, you know, pretty much put gold back in its rightful place as a tier one asset that you know banks are allowed to hold on their balance sheets as a form of collateral. So that lets me know that there is a use case for it still. And I, I think anyway, go. We all know what the world is going to go back to or away from. Just because everybody in their mama will realize the issues with the dollar as it stands. So nothing good lasts forever. Now, how it plays out, I don't know. I don't really care per se. I just want to make sure I'm on the right right side of this trade and this all blows up. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? Hey, Mike. This is Dennis in Yashkaba, Mexico. How are you? Doing good, my friend. What's your mind tonight? Hey, I shared a video on the Telegram a couple times. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make it easy for you to find. Yeah. Um, it's regarding a researcher, a woman, and I want to be pretty careful explaining this because I don't want to get your show in trouble. Right. But the Department of Defense wrote the contracts to Big Pharma, mm-hmm. and they didn't manufacture, Big Pharma didn't manufacture these, uh, let's just say, medicine. Right. It was done by the United States government. Right. Yeah. It's pretty clear to, it's pretty clear in the statistics and the analyzation because the manufacturing process was so poor. Mm-hmm. That's why there's so many uh, different types of adversities, I guess you could say. Right. Also, uh, Doctor, uh, what's his name? Doctor David E. Martin, in his one of his and all his prior little lectures, he uh, gave all the patent numbers showing how the Department of Justice, as well as a couple other entities, I think the CDC and everybody else, they all had patents on some form or another of the whole mRNA. So, yeah, just the fact, yeah, it goes back really early two thousands. I think is the earliest patent I saw that I think the CDC or somebody had. So. Let's just know they've been working on that for quite some time now. So, yeah, the government's trying to kill us for sure. It's, you know, I think everybody knows that by now. <laughs> you know, I think I think this is probably the biggest story that's not being reported in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty clear that the United States government poisoned the well. Yeah, I, I don't doubt, it. and that's the thing. Like, it, it, so that particular subject matter there, especially as you know, on platforms like this and Twitter and Facebook. You know, you get you, you talk, you, you reach too many people with that truth, you, they automatically shut you off. So those are things where if if people want truth, they got to go find it for themselves. And of course, that's the alternative media 
you know, rumbles and things like that, bit shoot to where you can actually go hear stuff like that. So, but your average Joe, once again, don't really care much about that now. It's the, it's the wind and blowing through. They got, they participated, they got the injection and some, some have passed, some have not. And we're still waiting to find out how everything blows up in the end. So, but you know, that is a good point though. Well, yeah, this could be to the point where the buyer's remorse gets so violent. I mean, could you imagine being the victim of this democide and or your family member or something mm-hmm. like that? Uh, you know, there's uh, more guns in the United States than Americans. Yeah, good point. Good point. And I say, like, at this current moment, you know, once you've, once you've crossed that threshold, there's no turning back. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I've seen more and more people. I think Dr. Peter McCullough on on Twitter, he and his show, he has a show where he's interviewing people now, as I mentioned that before, about people who have, you know, after they first or second, they woke up, they came to the truth, they realized it wasn't what it was sold to them as, and they, you know, repented. And, you know, now they're trying to get treatment of some kind, if that's possible. But, you know, we're still in the, in the unknown phase because we truly don't know what the long-term effects of putting that stuff inside your body would do to you. But, we're kind of seeing the intentions of what it was meant to do. And it's, you know, millions of not more people have already, you know, passed on, unfortunately. Well, one more thing to add with this in that interview, one of the things that they talk about, and I think you're about my age, so you probably will remember this is when Tylenol was pulled off the market, mm-hmm. that was the result of eight fatalities. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Look at how many they have now. They didn't pull this off the market. I mean, it's pretty clear what's going on here. You know, I wrote about this in my book, how when employers are failing, uh, they typically poison the citizens, and that's what's happening. Right. Yeah, um, that's the truth, man. I, I, I understand you completely, my friend. Hopefully more people, you know, hear shows like you're referring to as well as all the other stuff out there now because there's more than enough information out there if you want it. So. Yeah, it's for each and every one to go get it. So, appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you. Good night, Mike. Thank yeah, be good, buddy. For taking my call. For sure. Yep, bye. Yeah, good stuff, man. Appreciate that. All right, let's get this one call here. Then we'll get ready to dial back. Didn't want to be online. Just wanted to try to connect in and get that good word out there and see what people are feeling. Let me miss uh, miss some calls. Forgive me. Yep, give me a call back. I'll get you on here. Apologize. Uh, also, man, just, yeah, just, you know, hearing about the, the, the recovery efforts. Hello. Oh, give me, sorry. Give me one sec. Let me, I gotcha. I gotta pull you back up on my screen. Forgive me. <laughs> uh, let me find this call. One second. I'll see you on here. Let me get you on here so I can go to call. Forgive me. All right. What's your name? Where you calling from my friend? What's going on, Mike? This is Miles Miles from NY. Miles, I'm Miles. known as PM Gallery. What's going on, my man? I'm doing well. What's up? What's in your mind? Every, everything's good, Mike. Let me ask you a question, right? Because BlackRock had initiated the margin call. Mm-hmm. What if there's a war going on behind the scenes with the elitists? That's what I think. And that's why I always kept saying that. I, I don't think they'll succeed because when you got guys with that big of ego yeah. seeking power, it is very hard for them to work together, but only for so long before they start turning on each other. It's like crabs in a barrel, but on the other end of the spectrum, you know, yeah. it's like all of them think they are better than the other. So they are going to at some point butt heads and go against each other. Right. I think that the Fed and BlackRock had some sort of 
parting at some point. That's why you've seen Jamie Dimon and all the rest of the guys yeah. coming out and saying things against the Fed previously in the last couple of months. And what I think happened was today that they initiated a margin call to force the hand of the uh, uh, the Bank of England mm-hmm. to do a pivot and start putting money, liquidity back into the market. Yeah. That way they could do it and they can profit off of that. They sort of forced their hand, I think, is what they did. Yeah. I don't know. You let me know your thoughts. But I think there's a lot going on between each other. And I think that they're fighting in-house between each other. They all got their own angles of what they want to do. Yeah. You know? And I appreciate y'all looking at the channel, Mike. You know, maybe you could take a look at it, something like that. PM Galleria. For sure. You know, I'm here for you. For sure, man. All let, right. Let, 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 hey, connect, shoot me a direct message in the Telegram. Let's chat. I want. I always got opportunity for you, my friend. I, I will. I'll do that, Mike. But All right, good. everybody. Appreciate you calling, my friend. Um, so that is a great point there. It could be some in, inner infuting between the people who trying to, you know, wrestle their way into control. It's a possibility. I know the black rock with Larry Fink and all that whole cabal group. Uh, also their goal is to have control over everything. So whether or not they're trying to take control over their, their own counterparts or not, who knows, but it's a possibility. I know that uh, their legacies as well as their institutions could be in jeopardy because they are the ones that packaged up all these financial products that are not doing too well right now. And it's all predicated on whether or not the central banks continue to provide liquidity into the markets. And if there's no liquidity, then there's no, there's no growth. There's no way of profiting off of this current system. So either they want this thing to come down so they can usher in that private public partnership with the World Economic Forum. Because BlackRock, Larry Fink, he mentioned the whole ESG movement and all that stuff right that. And so they're still trying to control that angle as well on top of the trillions needed for that, this new green deal agenda. and as well as uh, all the things they're trying to do for that entity that they're trying to usher into power in Europe. We all know who that person is. But anyway, you know, anything's possible. So I, I, I've never counted out. So we have to wait and see how things you know play. But the biggest thing is for those who are, you know, if we're, as we're waiting to see how this unravels, it's always trying to do as best you can to remove as much of what you stand to lose out of their coffers, i.e. this whole pyramid here. The higher up on all those products, man, you know, even God, you know, God forbid, you know, even though our housing is important, real estate from an investment standpoint in the future, if they made it clear that you'll own nothing, uh, then they're going to find some way to wiggle out of your possession, whether it be through taxes, through some type of, you know, land forfeiture or, you know, eminent domain. You never know what the government might try to do at the last minute if things get out of hand. So, but we'll have to wait and see, man. I think life will be a very lot more simple for a lot of people moving forward if they end up getting their way. Hello, caller. What's name? Where you calling from? Hey, what's going on, Mike? This is Jimmy from Baltimore. Jimmy, what's going on, my friend? Hey, really quick, a few things that I I thought about and I've been paying attention to is um, uh, a lot of us know that um, when some back 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 in time they had compensated um, people's uh, gold and silver. Mm-hmm. Um, when I hear a lot of people on YouTube talk about confiscation, um, I hear them talk about uh, it was confiscated from uh, citizens of the USA. Right. Um, but I never, and hopefully I'm using my, hopefully I'm using the proper terminology. Mm-hmm. But I never heard of it being confiscated from uh, like entities. 
like uh, you know how the, supposedly the Rothschilds, Bilderbergs, families like that, mm-hmm. they're able to own. They really, I've heard that they don't own anything, but they control it, mm-hmm. and they control it by not having these things in their names. Right. So, you know, I'm I'm also for getting your weight up, but I, I can see that you know they say history doesn't uh, if it doesn't repeat itself, it rhymes. Right. Right. So for me. I see, you know, I, I want to tell all the listeners that, you know, to look into maybe uh, transferring some of this this wealth out of our names mm-hmm. into entities, into trust, into right. private trust, so that, that if this does happen, right. it will be, you know, maybe more protected. Um, because I see how, like, like I've been thinking to myself, mm-hmm. like, hmm, why are American Silver Eagles more expensive than... Uh, I don't know, uh, African, you you know, anything. Yeah, anything and, else. <laughs> you know, I've seen that. Yeah, and I've seen that the denomination on those are $1. So mm-hmm. what if this does, you know, this does take place and somebody like me and you, we have to, I don't know, silver goes to $500 or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. And we have to claim that as as income compared to somebody that has a silver eagle and they, you know, claim it as, as one dollar, you, right. you know? Yeah. So like the, the, the face value, um, you know, the diff like, so whatever the method might be for reinstating gold and silver as some form of medium of exchange, even though it's legal tender as it is now, the, 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 the nominal gains, uh, in fiat terms or the ESD, EUSD or USD, whatever terms we want to price it in the future, the capital gains between what the face value is and what it is you're trying to settle that, you know, how will they treat that? Will it be taxation? Because they, as always, they're going to rewrite the name. They're going to rewrite the rules of the game to favor them and to punish the actual person who was trying to be a wise steward ahead of time. So how to how to navigate that? So that's something that, once again, I'm not too familiar with. But I, I think, like I always say, that whenever they are losing or stand to uh, not have complete control, they usually rewrite the rules. So I can see some type of congressional hearing where they're trying to say, Gold and silver users and stackers and all that. They're they're people that's keeping the economy from recovering. And you know how they like to point point the blame to somebody who's doing something right just to make it look like they're you know doing yeah. something bad against America. They're anti patriots or something crap like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and just one last thing, mm-hmm. like um, I'm I'm slightly a fan of crypto, mm-hmm. but uh, me me and my cousin was having a talk the other the evening. Other evening. And um, I'm a man of many perspectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people might not like this, but I could actually see uh, Bitcoin going to zero. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, own nothing and be happy. Like, what a, what what is what is one going to do if it all just disappears? What is one going to do if they attempt to confiscate your your metals? To me, the thing that is the most important is I believe that. Food is going to be of a higher value than than all of it, right? You know what I mean. Hundred so, percent. You know, and on that, not not yeah, not man. just food, but healthy food. Like you know, you got Bill Gates corn. What is going to be considered food to some, <laughs> or insects and bugs in Australia is going to be food to some. But healthy food with nutrients that God gave us from the earth is a whole other category. That's going to carry a hefty premium. To where a lot of people are going to become food connoisseurs to find out what's fake and what's real out there in the future. So that's something that you know we don't talk about much now, but it's going to become a field of study 
where you're going to have your experts in food, food, foodology or whatever it's going to be called to find out what's real. You got, you got two apples there. You're going to have to smell it to see which one is real, which one is, you know, from a lab. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and just, just one last thing, really, really quick. Yeah. And something that came to my mind the other day is we hear this great wealth transfer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what the wealth transfer is to me, right? Yeah. It's, it's not so much. I believe when it happens, you're going to have a, uh, a lot of people that have a a physical financial wealth transfer. But I believe that the real wealth transfer is the wealth of the mind, the wealth of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Like people actually obtaining this information and learning about the quote-unquote cheat codes of how the elites are able to uh, own everything. I mean, own nothing but control everything. You know, and I mm-hmm. like also like on a spiritual level, like I love when you make those shorts about you know, spirituality, because me, I mean, that's, that's just what was most important, man. But keep doing what you're doing, man. I appreciate you, man. Hey man, appreciate you, my friend. Thanks for calling. Uh, Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. And and speaking of which, uh, I see, I think, I think it, I got a call. Forgive me. Let me got to get this thought while it's fresh. Uh, S400 said bugs actually pack a lot of protein, no doubt. And so that's a part of the selling point from the, World Economic Forum and all the people who work in to make that uh, possible. But then again, I've done a little something on my side here. And if you look at some of the, uh, so anyway, it's called, I can't really know, it's called Chitin, C-H-I-T-I-N. If you look up Chitin, you do some back-end research and you do some on-the-surface research, uh, it's truly untested. And so like right now, as we as we speak, the UK is funding a project in uh, inside Africa to determine the short, medium, and long-term side effects on b- heavy bug or bug protein in diet. So they're feeding African kids right now to see if, how it impacts their cognological abilities, their height, their weight, their, you know, their growth and, you know, their entire body structure. And so here's just something I typed in based upon this word here. Insects contain chitin, which cannot be processed by the human gut. So chitin is a, it's like a, a part of the wall shell of bugs, whatever kind of bug it is, all bugs have chitin in it. And apparently according to some people, you take up it what you may. Some people say the body is not made to digest chitin uh, because it, it causes inflammation in the gut and all types of not so good uh, long-term side effects. And so this is a major ingredient in bug protein. So once again, if the world economic forum said it's good for you, then you might have to question, uh, the short and long-term effects of what that stuff would do to you. So that's why I personally would not willingly go out and have some bug, have a bug shake to save a couple of dollars. So hmm, that was just, you know, a little bit, a little, a little bit of homework on my side. So, um, but anyway, keep it going. Uh, crickets on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get this last call. Then we dial back. Uh, let me get this here. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, this is uh, Big Dutch, South Carolina. What's up, my friend? How you doing? What's in your mind? Uh, good. Hey, um, kind of scatterbrained right now. I really didn't expect to <laughs> uh, get you on the phone. It's all good, man. Um, hey, just want to say, absolutely love your show. Uh, found it by accident through Alaskan Prepper. Mm-hmm. Very good content. Um, love the biblical aspect as well. Appreciate you. Um, the earlier caller... Um, talked about putting things in like a, like an LLC or a trust. And I kind of wanted to get your opinion on that. 
um, because I've been leaning towards that myself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, uh, the way I feel is anything that's put on paper is traceable. That is true. Very true. Um, so kind of wanted, you know, somebody, somebody in my, my humble position, I, I do, um, uh, to be honest with you, I've cleared out my IRA mm-hmm. and I'm allowed under my uh, company's plan. I'm clearing out half of my 401k mm-hmm. as a loan. Mm-hmm. Um, so it won't be, it won't be taxable. I'm paying myself back at 6% interest mm-hmm. and I'm taking that money and I'm buying gold and silver, right? Uh, physical gold and silver, putting it in my safe. Right. So I kind of wanted to get your take on that as far as um i have some assets um my house is paid for i'm on paid for family land i have no mortgage i have three vehicles two of which are paid for mm-hmm. um i've kind of been thinking about i'm 38 years old um my parents are pushing 70 they're both retired everything they own is paid for i'm, I'm kind of just wondering with with all this 87,000 IRS agents mm-hmm. that they're talking about the fact that my parents live off of savings mm-hmm. and my dad has a government pension, yeah, which I'm worried about him losing. Um, do you think that I should maybe possibly put some assets in their name? And part of the reason that I ask that is because I'm, uh, August 12th was a year that my wife left me. Mm-hmm. Um, divorce is not final yet. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want anything to go through the court system to get put on the federal government's radar mm-hmm. and I'll lose assets. Okay. So that's a lot that you unpacked right there. And a lot of that would probably be considered advice. And so I can share my opinion based upon a little bit of what I was yeah, able to yeah. decipher there. Um, so clearly, you know, what's going on. You have a good grasp as to, you know, trying to take possession of things that you believe are yours, which you've worked hard for and put it in things that you can control. All right. So to your first point about the LLC or the trust, so the LLC is more geared towards, you know, the business structure, uh, that you could utilize. And then with that comes a lot of incentives and tax, uh, opportunities there. If you're, you know, self-employed or, uh, and have a small business or something like that. So that's that's one method you can use if, if that's for you. And then on the other side, you know, irrevocable trust. Uh, TB just mentioned here in the uh, chat here. That's something else to look into that was designed to be somewhat of a shelter for your assets. Now, in times past, everything has worked extremely well. But then again, that type of entity was designed for the uber wealthy. So, you know, those people can probably get away with that. But if too many people call themselves 